We're back. I am your host, France, of the Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, your Battle Rap Podcast of New York. We're going to do a quick little monologue pod before we end the year. You know what I'm saying? If you're listening to this, it'll probably be out uh, this New Year's Eve, the 31st. And what a fantastic year of battle rap. I've been busy. The whole team has been busy. Everybody that is involved in the industry of battle rap has been busy. If you're a media member, you have so much content to cover. Whether you're just covering battles or the stuff outside of battles, you, you your plate has been full. It doesn't matter if you want to cover drama or bars. You have something to talk about every week in this culture. All right. Um, the consumers, shit, listen, you've had events galore. We've been spoiled. We've been spoiled to a point that we don't even realize we're spoiled. Obviously, the rappers have been able to make a very lucrative income for themselves. And everybody has feasting in the culture this year. So... Salute to 2022 in Battle Rap, another successful year for OTBR um, and for myself. So I'm happy about that. And I got to go to the URL event outside yesterday. I cannot believe they threw one more event to end the year. I, I sincerely can't believe it. Like, I feel like this was an entirely just like a champion of the year stat pad case. Like, <laughs> you had Tay Rock who's been obviously a top contender for the year for a couple months now. Shotgun Shug, who's made a late resurgence for it with the second half of the year. Swamp, obviously, who's had a fantastic year. Like, this is going to be his first year on the Cody list. And at that, he's arguably a contender for the award. That's, a, that's amazing. And all three of those guys are on this card. So I feel like this card was literally designated <laughs> so we can figure out how to, like, nitpick in the next month or so. Stat Justin says Stat Pad would have been the first name of the card. It definitely was a giant Stat Pad, but in the in the laws of battle rap, in the universe of the battle rap gods, they do not like cherry picking. All right, the battle rap gods do not like ugly. There is no way that three contenders that are potentially cherry picking to amplify their case was going to walk away all successful. Somebody had to suffer. Okay, somebody's case had to suffer. All right, Jason Moe in the building, LTBR contributor, team's in the building. Let's read some of these messages before we talk about the card, man. My man Titus in the building says, this was like going for the scoring title on the last day of the regular season. <laughs> Wasn't it, though? Uh, Bad Money in the building says, I picked Swamp in the Red Dot PG draft. Yeah, you did, man. You were very high on Swamp. Dylan was high on Swamp, too. You know, uh, I, I was not that high on Swamp, but I did get a chance to see a lot of early Swamp battles in the flesh. Did not know he would be this special. Um, we knew he was going to be some kind of all-star. Took a little bit longer than expected, I guess, a little bit of a late bloomer. But he's arrived, man. He's arrived, and he's performing and acting like a top tier. As long as he can get it together and be clean, because there is an honest conversation to have about him not being clean in all these battles. Tata in the building, man. Staff report at LTBR is in the building. Justin says, Nitty is number one, and they can't trick me. Justin has Nitty as his champion of the year contender. Not mad at that pick at all, Justin. I'm not mad at that pick whatsoever. All right, man, you're all outside. So this was a joint venture event in conjunction with my man DNA, Get Money and Drink Water, GMWD <laughs> Management. And, you know... When DNA does things, I pay very close attention. I pay close attention to when DNA says things and when he does things, because it's never out of just the idea of like, let me go fish for something. No, there's probably been a conversation had behind closed doors 
This has been well calculated, and there is a move. There is no bigger hustler in this world than DNA, okay? The man streams his 2K games. The man has a wrestling podcast. The man is a battle rap manager. The man is an active battle rapper, and taking high-profile matches at that. Um, The man, obviously has his own show, his own platform, is a media outlet. He does face-offs. He does commentary for the caffeine events. Like, I think I can keep going with his list of, like, responsibilities and roles. That man is a hustler. By the way, he puts out music. He put out a fucking album last year. That shit was amazing. Uh, put another album this year that you have to go and buy directly. It's not even on the distribution platform. You have to go purchase his album. So I, I can't just do nothing but respect his grind. He showed us a lot of love yesterday and gave us a lot of flowers today for um, the way we covered all of his stuff this year, because for God's sakes, man, get money and drink water. Breakfast with the champ, like has been feeding the LTBR quotes and the the culture and matches, and all of his peers know to go to him to have uh, the proper interviews to to sell a fight. Point blank, my man DNA puts together this joint venture with URL and set up a couple matches. We've seen the matches. I talked to you guys about it last week. Elijah Stray versus Don Marino. Then the one-rounders between Swamp and Saga and Shotgun Shug and Danger Zone. All right, so let me talk about the Lightwork battles first, and then we'll talk about the outside card. So O-Red and Twerk battled on Lightwork. Um, I'm trying not to give, like, a recap of the Lightwork battles because I feel like I'm going to sway the opinion with people. So I don't want to give a verdict of Lightwork, but I will say... The stigma of light work continues. I'm not for this battle. I'm just saying from there's three light work battles. I'm not gonna say who. I'm not gonna say who contributed to that stigma. Okay, but let's let's just say the stigma of light work is still well and alive. Okay. And after I walked out of that building, there is no way you can convince to me that a two-on-two does not mean more than light work. All right. This is no way. There is no way, okay. Um, Red and Twerk was was great though. Uh, I enjoyed it. Calico and DNA, good job for both of them. Chilla Jones and Chess was a, was a surprise, was a treat. Um, who was it out of those six names that <laughs> you know what I'm saying had to had to hold it down and take care of the situations? I don't know. That's for you to find out when the footage drops if it, if it's in the footage. I won't spoil anything. But shout out to Twerk and Red, uh, DNA Calico and Chilla Jones and Chess for having their light work battles. I know my man Vlad is not a big fan of light work, and I know he's going to listen to this and just say, I knew it. I knew it. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'll leave it at that. Salute to light work. Whenever it drops, it drops, and we'll get a chance to watch those together as a family on a nice Saturday evening. But after the light work battles, Elijah Strait and Don Marino take the stage. And let me tell you guys something, all right? My man DNA apparently said I was going to be a judge for this, this battle. Never text me. Never called me, never asked me. <laughs> it just, just blatantly, just say, you know, you know, we're gonna get France to judge it. And I got a text from Titus, like, "Hey, you know, you're judging Don and Elijah." And I'm like, "Excuse me." I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> what up, Goated? My man Goated track in the building. Bad Money has a message here. I said, "I'm shocked, Vlad. Definitely advocate for shorter battles." Bad money, we love shorter battles. Okay. We don't like Broadway plays. If you catch my if you catch the if you catch the drift. <laughs> so um, you know, Titus tells me I'm judging this battle. And then I, I text I text DNA and I'm like, 
I'm judging this battle, and I'm like, yo, I'm Latino bias. Like Dom Ramos, my man's like, I can't, I can't judge this. And then it's like, lol. Now this, all right, come on, man, you judging this? I'm just like, yo, like this is completely out of my control. This is not consensual. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> I didn't want, I didn't want no smoke judging these battles. You know what I'm saying? I came on my laptop. I had a desk. I wanted to just watch the battles right down the bars. You know what I'm saying? Get a little bit of clips from myself so that I can re rehash it when I write these articles down. But then DNA calls up the battles. He calls Elijah to the stage. He calls Don to the stage. And he's like, I got Dre Dennis judging. I got friends from Let's Talk Battle Rap judging. And I'm like, I thought we, I thought, I thought we had a conversation about this. <laughs> I, th I thought there was I thought there was some dialogue to understand that kind of don't want to be in this position. <laughs> Goda said, DNA said, Oh, you thought I was asking. <laughs> All right, so I get I'm there front row and center to the battle, and um, I'm taking notes while they're rapping. Let me save this timestamp here because I have a clip I want to play for you guys later. All right, so boy, Don Marino starts his first round, and he was like a fully polished battle rapper. Like he understands. It's just like a level of understanding of how to battle more, right? Like the pacing, the crowd control, looking at the camera and the crowd, doing little little tricks to like implement humor at the right time, like do something that makes the crowd finish a bar with you. Those little things that just a little intangibles, like Don Marino was exhibiting all of those attributes in his first round. Like he had a Corona bottle in his hand and he, uh, he's just like, when I put this Corona down, I'm going to fuck you up. Puts the Corona bottle down. He goes, now that I put it down, the whole crowd screams out, he gonna fuck you up. Like that, like that is like a, that's IQ that just like Elijah doesn't know how to do yet. Right. So when that started happening, I'm like, okay, Don Marino is going to show Elijah all the stuff this outside of just punching. But of course, you know, Don Marino, he kind of, uh, he struggles sometimes to be hundred percent clean. He had a bar where he like was rhyming Kensei and Sensei and like the, 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 a couple more S's and the S's had him like, <laughs> like so he um had like a little bit of a verbal slippage nothing massive right but just enough to where it could be like all right well like if this round is close that could be costly um oh my man saga in the building praise god praise god saga we're gonna get to your battle soon saga we, we're going in order right now we're talking about uh don and elijah the christians left very successful last night the christians left with with a uh, 2-0 on the scoreboard so salute to that um, Elijah's first round, guys. Look, I've I've been critical of Elijah, but it's never been about his talent. It's just about the way he kind of carries himself. I love he's he, I love he talks shit. I love that he's cocky. Um, I just never really liked the downplaying of other people in other leagues. I, didn't, I like it's like Elijah, you haven't you haven't done much yet to downplay a king of the dot rapper. Like I don't like that. And of course, I I, I still think he needs a lot of like. Better pacing, a little bit more performance, more presence and crowd control, but content just punches. He's got it down packed, man. Okay. His first round, he um he had the first kid slay bar. <laughs> he was like, the crucibles never got a final exam because they hated it. They made Slay the favorite. Hate to be a jerk to point it out, but I gotta make a statement. And then he had another bar about like, I'm trying to leave Earth like Armstrong. And the essay gonna take me there, like NASA essay and the essay. So that was dope. 
he had another bar that I really fucked with. It was like, uh, why would you want to try me? You must be smoking crack. You must be high off the glass like Kyrie. That was slick. Uh, no flow when you build up like a blood cock. Better raise up off me like a sunblock. I'm like, yo, the, the man can punch his ass off, man. He he he's a really good fucking puncher. My favorite punch from Elijah the entire battle was uh cover the coffin like a COVID mask, then the spine shot mess up his balance like an overdraft. <sighs> That was nuts. Right? Right, Justin Anastasio? Like, don't get it twisted. My man Domino has some dope bars too, though. Like, he had a nice little uh, you didn't kill nothing, you don't kill nothing straight, like Jeffrey Dahmer. That shit was crazy. He obviously had a little poquito, your condensed rum style, poquito bar. Um, he had a nice uh, return of the kings, you don't think Elijah Wood bar. Uh, Don Marino had a you were, you're like Death Vader, you just be choking out of thin air. That was slick. So, point blank, um, Don Marino's second round, which is like his first round, really good, has some highlights, a little bit of slippage, and Elijah just keeps his foot on the neck the entire course of the way. Feel me? Elijah is fire, man. Elijah's fire. Obviously, he has a lot of intangibles to work on still, but just strictly content and punchlines. The man is a problem, just punchline-wise. The man is a problem. He has very, very, very good punchlines. So I would love to see him put it together. I did like that a lot of his peers were in the building, and they kind of like, I don't want to say they humbled them, but they like gave him a lot of praise, but they told him, you still need to do this two, three more times. Like I seen Jack Boy went shake, shook his hand, and Jack Boy was like, bro, do what you just did tonight two, three more times, and then they're going to really fuck with you. You know, and I kept hearing a lot of other people telling him the exact same thing. So that goes to show that, like, people know he's nice and he has to uh, just climb the ranks, man. You know what I'm saying? The UN4 guys, a lot of them didn't get all the ample opportunities um, like I wish they would have. So this is part of the developmental process. The only way to development is, is by experience. Justin says, all Elijah got to do is step away from the nitty shadowing and he'll be fine. I'm not 100% sure that he fully ever will because there's still a lot of parts of him that just that kind of like follows the blueprint of nitty but you know salute to Luke Castro salute to twerk and Swervo. they said this they're like do you know how hard it is to say you sound like rum nitty and you're good and the man doesn't use gun bars no gun bars so like whether you feel like he's a replica or not he's fucking talented he's a good writer he's a great puncher so um I'll say, I'll take back great punch. He's a good puncher. He has to still prove it. So he's a good puncher. Um, he's got a lot of work to do still. Got a lot of work to do. Oh shit, Maven in the building. What up, my girl? Detroit in the house. So uh Elijah Straight wins a thousand dollars. Maven says Elijah has some nice cadences he's been adding lately. You know, he's He's figuring out, too, how to, like, do the scheming thing. He's, like, scheming a lot more. He's like, I don't got to just stick to just punch, 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 punch. Let me scheme a little. Actually, let me give Elijah props on one more thing before we go to the last, next battle. His second round had really good structure. He opened it up with, like, making fun of Don Marino's Mexican bar. So he made, like, a joke. Then he used a bunch of Spanish words to make wordplay out of it. Then he transitioned it into an angle about how Don Marino is disgracing his heritage by the way he raps about it. So it was like one giant theme of Mexican bars where it's like jokes, wordplay, 
punches, angle, all on the same theme. And I caught, I caught, I caught on to that structure. I'm like, all right, see more of this, Elijah, more of this. All right. I think that's enough time on that. Uh, let's go to my man, the saga. Saga's battle was next. Lord have mercy, man. The saga, he was on one, man. He was absolutely on one. I was actually on the phone with Saga recently because I was reading some of the bars that I wrote down from him. He corrected me on one of the bars. He had a bar where it was like, uh, uh, I wrote it down wrong. I thought I thought it was like, break his leg, leave him in a gruesome spot. And he was like, no, it's uh, twist his foot, uh, leave his head and break his body up. Uh, it'll be a gruesome spot. And if you don't like how our page is formatted, then go to Google Docs. And I was like, header, body, footer. And I'm just like, oh, shit, I didn't, I didn't catch all the wordplay of it at the time period. And then he broke that shit down to me and like, sorry if I still fucked it up, Saga. But for the most part, header, footer, body, <laughs> a gruesome spot. If you don't like how page look, go to Google Docs. You know what I'm saying? There we go. Your footer break, header split, uh, your body rot. Uh, leave him in a gruesome spot. I, I, I apologize. I, I apologize. A lot going on in my brain right now. But that was just one of many fucking haymakers that he had going on. You know what I'm saying? He had so much unique page flips, too. The Jehovah Witness, you knock on Christian Bar, uh, uh, Summer Rising page. I got the Cliff Notes, Won't Spare a Swamp on my end, like a Apocalypto. Uh, if the southern dialect, I hit your jaw again. Like, he, yo, Saga just had so much, man. His round was long, too. You know, normally when he does a one-round battle, he has no problem just going and going and going and going. And when he's clicking on all cylinders, it adds to a ton of momentum. Swamp, his first round started, or for only one round, but his, his round started off really slow. Had a couple stumbles. I know Saga's going to call it a choke. I'm going to call it a stumble. But the point is, that it, it wasn't clean. The point is, it wasn't clean, and it happened twice. So he didn't start kicking up till like, towards the end of the round. And I thought Swamp, you know, uh, had a solid round, but Saga just overpowered him. Saga said, ah, I'm going to put a little asterisk on that champion of the year run. Uh, I'll just do it. All right. We're going to worry about that later. <laughs> Justin says, this is what happens when you pray to the raccoons. Saga going to drop at least eight minutes in the one rounder, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, Saga did his motherfucking thing, man. He, uh, like, literally, like, let's, let's, let's call it for what it is, man. It's a one-round battle, right? So it's like a one-round battle going to ruin Swamp's case to be Cody? No, but when Swamp is in the 2-3 spot and you're trying to nitpick and argue about why he deserves to be two or one, this saga battle will now work against his argument. So, when the race is that close, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, people are like, oh, he ruined his case. And it's like, all right, guys, don't lose sight of the fact that if my man Swamp finishes second or third, that's fucking incredible. I'm sorry, I'm cursing a lot. It's just uh, the adrenaline is rushing. Like, <laughs> if Swamp finishes second or third, still a fantastic year. You know what I'm saying? Still a fantastic year. Goda says that's still a better year than Suge. Oh, man. Oh, got it. Well, with that being said, let's transition. Coming up next, we got Shotgun Suge in Danger Zone. And, 
man, Danger Zone. I didn't expect for him to get leveled like that. Like, like don't get it twisted. I understand the idea of like, oh, pens in the small room, they're gonna do good. Nah, not necessarily. If you're, if a pen is in the small room with somebody that's like a street rapper or or they're electric, all that pen lyrical miracle lyrical dexterity, all that that's out the window because we ain't trying to hear that. If you're going to be able to entertain me and make me feel like I'm watching you on a stage in a small room, that's going to overpower all the lyrical miracle acrobats and multisyllabics and all that and schemes out the window. But we just haven't seen Danger Zone in a while. So I was like, okay, maybe he's getting a little bit re, re you know, reinvigorated, is inspired. You know, people have some uh people are big Danger Zone fans out there. So I'm like, okay, but Danger Zone, Danger Zone, like he had no business being across the across the across the stage from Shug, yo. <laughs> um, let's read some messages. Goda says we knew Danger would get cooked. Uh, Titus says Danger's top tier resume is nasty. Justin says Danger still brags about his 2015 campaign. I mean, he had a good peak in 2015, but uh, it was seven years ago. Yo, um. Danger Zone had a bar, and he was like, you you a bad shooter like Cat Anthony Towns, like Carl Anthony Towns. And I was like, are we sure Danger Zone watches basketball? Carl Anthony Towns shot like 39% from three. Well, like what, Titus, like seven, eight attempts? Like, Towns is, in the, is a phenomenal shooter. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I was like, wait a minute, hold up. You know, every time I hear a basketball bar that's completely off the reference, I'm like, ah. You box score checking or you watching the games? What's going on? Like, because Towns is is by no means not a bad shooter. In fact, he's probably one of the best big men shooters we've seen over the last maybe 10, 20 years. Um, Justin says he should have asked Jazz about that line. Yeah, 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 yeah. It uh, it didn't work out in his favor, man. So, Suge, out the gate, though, like just he cut Danger Zone's round off with let's get one day straight and then like the room just erupted off of that alone i was like oh yeah like you know i'm not being like daylight 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 calls a battle being over like with like one bar i'm not that drastic but the way the room was like elated by suge cutting his round off they're like yeah like let's go suge let's go like they really feel like this is the battle's gonna ice suge to be cody or something like they're just like excited and so um suge is just like if I sign up, if I sign him up, I'm gonna take the stand. Uh, fuck zone. I told Smack I want swamp man to man. Um, uh, sign, sign, sign the way out of clips. They put they put zone on me. I'm just gonna shoot my way out of this. So I was like, see, there we go. That's that's the back that those basketball references are, are hitting right there. You know what I'm saying? So sugar <laughs> sugar out the gate, man. Just performing, being electric. He's landing back to back to back. Uh, Obviously, he's got a he's got a ton of special moves. So any special move he gets into, the crowd's gonna say it with him. I don't know. It felt like it wasn't as drastic as watching Geechee Gotti and Mike P, but like let's say like that's like a 10. This was like a six of that version. Like it was it was bad. It was bad. It was not good. It was not good. But Suge, you don't get to brag about one rounder, sir. You wanna know why? Because we didn't forget that rider battle. Oh, yeah. And we did not forget that prep battle neither. So 
Uh, don't, don't don't start bragging about the one rounders you won, all right? Because there's a couple on the board that you left off the board for a reason. So at the end of the day, still just one round. So it, I don't feel like it amplifies your case to a point where it's like, oh, it solidifies it. I don't feel like it hurts you so much that you can't still be argued. So you know, but obviously, Suge winning and Swamp losing it. The optics of it, the momentum, obviously, is going to, you know, just help Suge's case more. And Suge has the valid. Look, everybody's calling Suge Cody. There's a lot of people calling Suge Cody. Do I think that he's Cody? It's hard for me to say somebody's champion of the year when seven months into the year, I didn't even have him in, in my top 20. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be able to. I just I'm not erasing January to July when I talk about his year. But the way he ended his year. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I just don't want him to lose sight of the fact that just because you're not number one, two, three, or four, or five or six, um, that you didn't have a great year. You did. He had an awesome year. Is Sugar in your three? No, Justin, he's not. Surf wasn't in your top 27. Yo, Bad Money, you need some more nuance, man. Bad Money, we need some more nuance, man. We're not comparing Surf's year to Suge's year. We're not doing that, bro. We are 100% not doing that. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I also I also didn't agree with Surf being top, top wherever he was at. You know this. So come on now. <laughs> Let's not do that. Yoshi in the building, showing love. What up, Yoshi G? Yoshi G? Nah, nah, bad money. We, we, it, it ain't petty season, man. It ain't petty season. Y'all trigger me. Y'all all angry me. I dislike all of y'all. So, uh, no. <laughs> um, Goda says, differences surf didn't have elves in the beginning of his year. Yeah, Goda, you know what's up. This surf lose to Rod and Pratt. Uh, you see what you see what you started, bad money. You see what you see. What, this is this is what you start. It's the chaos you wanted in the chat. If you if this is what you wanted, mission accomplished. All right. <laughs> Titus says, "Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's joking. France is legitimately traumatized. Yeah, we all are. We all are. So shout out to Suge and Saga, capitalizing off those one rounders. They they made the most out of it, and uh, we get to the main event." We get to the main event, the main attraction. I got clips for you guys. I bought clips. Let's read some messages before we get into Snake Eyes and Terrak and Snake Eyes. Smo says third place with three battles. Mm -mm -mm. No pass looks as easy. Should have been Cody last year. The man was a murder move battle away from it. Like. Uh, Marquis says, is Ace in your top 20 this year? No, he's uh, he's not, man. I'm looking forward to Ace making one of these lists one of these years. I think he's due for one. Justin says, I heard Rock added another almost fight to his resume. You heard correctly. Bad Money says, my brother was there, but ain't arrived till the Rock battle. Bad, what's your, what did your brother tell you about the Rock and Snake battle? I'm curious to see if it's Anything similar to how I felt about the battle. No pass says is easy top five or top three this year. I think he's definitely, I think he's definitely no lower than five. No pass look like you can make a legitimate argument that easy should be a top five guy. He's performing at a he's performing at an MVP level. Like if we're just talking content, 
we're just talking content, not all the other things that go into it, strength for schedule, consistency, just straight material. Rum Nitty and Easy to Block Captain are like the best rappers right now. So, yeah, I like Easy to be in the top five. Okay, so Snake Eyes and Tay Rock hits the stage. Um, let's share let's share a little bit of a backstory, uh, uh, some dialogue that me and Snake Eyes had over the week. <laughs> Normally, I don't like to bring these private conversations to light, but it ended peaceful, so it's a nice story time for the pod. Um, I think Snake Eyes wasn't happy about you know that we said New Jersey twerking real sick was probably the best battle in the Christmas drop and. It was a fun, it was a fantastic battle, but make no mistake, Snake Eyes and Bad News was a, also a really, 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 really good battle. They also dropped on Christmas. Like if you put Snake Eyes and Bad News in like a top ten battle of the year list, or at least having the honorable mentions, like I'm not mad at you saying that it was a really good battle, especially when you think about like it's on bags and bodies. Is it was for somebody to go home? Obviously, the week of the battle dropping. Um, it confirmed some things that was being said on Twitter spaces that I won't revisit right now. Um, so if you feel opposite of that, I respect that opinion too. But the point is he wasn't happy about us not giving that battle. I guess it's the spotlight. And he just, he, he didn't want me to cover his battle. He said, don't cover my battle with rock. I'm like, you want me to not cover a tail rock battle? I, I can't, I can't do that. I, that can't be done. But you know, um, we, we talked about it in person and he was cool. You know, he's just, Sometimes things get a little heated between the rappers and the media. But Snake Eyes is cool. You know, we talked it out. We pieced it out. Um, he really wanted to hear my my thoughts on the battle. And truth be told, I really felt like he was competitive against Rock. I really felt like he was competitive against Rock. I felt like he he did he he held up to what people would have wanted to see from him, especially on camera. So um, you know, we cool. We cool now. Shout out to Snake. Yeah, uh, Dale. Snake just needs some motivation, and I I don't mind that. Snake. Snake, um, this is a big battle for Snake. This has been a grudge match been brewing for the last two, three years since 2019. So uh, I like the idea of him just putting an extra chip on his shoulder so he could go into that battle with all the aggression and grit that he needs. I got no problem with it. I'm here to enjoy the show and talk about it. Um, nah, bad. You know, it wasn't that serious, man. You know, I knew I was going to see him. So I knew we would talk about it in person. So, and that's one thing, guys. I'll say this for for the for the media in the building, and for you know all the people that aren't media in the building. Like, when you talk about somebody on the internet, like they can't read your tone. They don't know if it's coming from a place of criticism, slander, genuine like concern. Like they they can't decipher that all the time, right? And that's just part of the, the the life and dialect of talking to people without being able to hear or see or what they sound like with their messages. When you read something, you read it in a tone that you know the person to be in or the tone that that message is perceived in your brain. So sometimes rappers hear and read certain things that we say on social media and they, they don't like it. And they're they're perfectly in their right not to like it. But when you see them in person, I promise you that conversation is smooth and it's 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 peaceful. Yeah, Brit. I mean, uh, you know, if you're outside, um, you're gonna have to, uh, keep the same energy, right? If you're gonna critique these guys, just when you see them in person, just keep the same energy, you know. So the battle starts. Snake Eyes has a solid first round. Um, 
a little more than solid. I think it was a good round. No heavy haymakers, but a lot of consistent jabs, right? Like, he's just jabbing, jabbing, jabbing the whole battle. Or, like, every bar, like, if I have to scale it from, like, 1 to 10, like, some are 6s, some are 7s, some are 6s, some are 5s, and then you get a 7. Like, there was no big eruption from his round, but there was, like, consistently good jabs. He obviously addressed the allegations or uh, accusations, I should say, uh, the Rock Lee situation. Had a bunch of Tay Rock, Rock, Re- Rock Lee flips. Had a dope uh, uh, angle, well, real brief angle about recycling the Mike P verse on Bags and Bodies. That was cool. Obviously, he had the uh, niggas would shoot rock uh, and rap about it like Dame Dollar. That was hard. You know, he had a Kid Slay bar. That was tough. I did like this bar. He was like, dish out more crack than Twerk slamming Norbs. Classic. <laughs> uh, even if you was Onyx from Pokemon, you wouldn't rock Snake. Like, the, you know, he, he, has some, he has some good bars in his first. And I felt like Tay Rock's first round had bars that were just as equal. You know what I'm saying? It was just as equivalent. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Tay Rock is the master of being able to amplify his material where, the, like, if you think a line is okay or not that good, he can deliver it to the point where it's like it's received very well from the, the bass in his voice, the impact, the, the aggression, the way he looks at his his opponent, the energy that he creates. So, like, some of the lines from Tayrock, like, I wasn't that crazy about it, personally. He had, like, a, he had a lot of Christopher flips. Um, he had a fish uh, bait uh, to your jaw hook line. He did have a dope Spider-Man bar. He was, like, a... I'm not a fan of this nine blam kill eyes, uh, kill eyes born like Spider-Man. That was, that was cool. Uh, he had a peekaboo bar. I was like, well, we had a peekaboo bar. What are we doing here? Like, so like he had, he had lines that I wasn't that crazy about, but believe me, the delivery of energy was on point. Like most of the room is like, Oh, Tay rock one. Oh. And I'm just like, kind of edge snake that round. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching the battle with J 400. He's next to me while I'm on my laptop taking notes. And he's like, He's like, yo, you you got snake winning the first? I'm like, I think I do. And he's like, all right, cool. We're on the same page. So at that moment, I'm like, all right, this is clearly the effect of going first and second, but I thought snake won the first round. Snake's second round, he was angling, hard hitting the angles. I like the angles he was opening uh up the round with. Obviously, talked a lot about um Tarak leaving Cave Gang. He had a line where he was like, Rock, you're not neglected. You just do so much sucker shit to the point when you do real shit, it's not respected. I was like, that boy kind of hit, man. That boy kind of hit for me. I'm not going to lie. You know? Um, so the angles in the second round was good. <laughs> Jay Black says, you spoiling the battles. Hey, listen, man. I ain't spoiling on the light works. All right? I, I'm not going to spoil the light work battles because... Uh, you know, there's a fan vote. There's an incentive there. But this battle here, yeah, you you, you get you get, you get the preview, man. You see what's going on here. Um, I thought Snake Eye's second round was dope. Dope angles. Tarok's second round, just straight gun bar to death. And he upped his content his second round. The material was way harder than his first round. Heavy hitting. I loved a lot of Rock's bars in the second round. Uh, did I have any here that I wrote down? Uh he had a dope Visine bar, manufactured for eyes, like Len, uh, like, uh, like Lens Crafted bar was dope. He had an Inspector Gadget bar. I'm just like, all right, we've heard Inspector Gadget bars, but the crowd loved it. Um, 
He had a dope uh, line also addressing Kit Slay. He said, y'all snitch lovers ain't like my angle. And said I was wrong for taking it. Don't be mad at me for exposing it. Uh, don't be mad at me for exposing the statement. He was wrong for making it. Like, that shit was slick, you know, addressing that. Um, he had a dope uh, glitch on the Glock. I call I call a duty, modded it. And uh, wait, how does uh, glitch on the Glock? Call of Duty modded the switch and now uh, complicate. I forgot how the bar went. I'm sorry. So scratch that. But the point is, he had he had a dope Call of Duty bar. Um, I like the way he ended his second round too. Step on eyes like Uma Thurman. That was dope. So uh, for me personally, I thought Rock took the second round, but definitely uh, I like Snake's angles in the second. Just rock had a little bit harder, harder hitting bars. And sorry if I'm missing any of these bars up again. These are just the notes that I took from the battle while it was happening. Um, I do want to say I missed the chance to talk about the scuffle in the first round. So after the first round happened, obviously the entourage is getting heated. People are just like yelling at each other, screaming. And Tay Rocks uh, is arguing with, I think, Snake Eyes' brother. And listen, shit almost went left. Like, Beasley and Debo came in there and just with the jaws of life with their arms and just separated everything. Ace Amin is there separating shit. Torque is there separating shit. Like, at that moment, I actually stopped typing. I grabbed my laptop. All right, let me grab my laptop (laughs) in case this shit go crazy. Can't let this thousand plus dollar MacBook, you know, get injured. So I wasn't gonna let that. I wasn't gonna let that get hurt in the middle of all that. But they they calmed it down after like about eight nine minutes and uh, they got right back into it. So the second round. Obviously, with like how I just described it, is that much more amplified because the angles, you know, just like you just seen it happen, you know, like he's talking about not fighting. They almost fought, and then the next round you have an angle about it. Like it, it, it was it was perfectly crafted, you know. And again, we love our battles when they almost go left. You know what I'm saying? Like when they almost kind of just go off the rails when it's close enough for it's still entertainment. That's good. We like that. Titus says, it's so crazy because it looked like Snake and Rock weren't even mad at each other. They weren't. They weren't. It's just the entourage. It's always the entourage. It's, it's always mainly the entourage. You know what I'm saying? Black, no, they did not fight. Don't quote me on that. They did not fight. People like to pretend audience bias doesn't seem to exist in small rooms. So the third round. Third round, I think, was Snake's best round. He ended the round on fire. Like, he just straight started, like, talking to Rock about, like, you never had to do this, never had to do that. You never hustled this, never hustled that. Had a crazy chopped cheese bar, crazy Jamaica Queens bar. And all that was just, like, compounding where he's, like, again, back to angling again. And he also had another bar that I really liked in this angle where he was, like, uh, where does it go here? He said, uh. Don't talk about the fights I lost because at least I fought back. So obviously going back to like the almost fighting. So, you know, it was relevant in the moment. Uh, Had a dope uh, Glorilla bar. That was cool. He definitely was hitting all cylinders at the end of his third round. The end of his third round, he just caught straight NBA jam fire. He's on fire. Like, like he ended the round so good. That was like. Hey yo, man, how is Tarak? What's Tarak gonna do here? Like, Tarak has to snatch this round back. And let me be the one to say this, man. My man Tarak had a 
three syllable rhyme pattern for 32 bars. And I have a clip. I have a clip, y'all. enough that's enough that was only uh that's 30 seconds cool 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 um i think it should be fair i should play a snake eyes clip that i think i have here too let me back up find it but yeah uh what you guys think of that uh <laughs> what you guys think of that tay rock clip go ahead and uh, talk about it in the chat while i find this snake eyes clip Okay, I think I found it. I think I found it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's read these messages. It's not easy to uh, to do a rhyme pattern. It's not an easy rhyme pattern to do. Bad Money, he did it for 32 bars, bro. Like, what that little clip I showed you, that's probably like a third of it. He kept going and going and going and going to the point where they chanted 3-0 in the room. Like, Twerk started a 3-0 chant, and then the side of Tay Rock's, like, entourage and his peoples and Twerk and all them, they're all like, 3-0, 3-0. I'm just like... How do we get a 3-0 chair in a small room? Like, how did that happen? Like, it's going to look crazy on camera because people are not going to feel like this battle is a 30. All right, let me see if I can play the Snake Eyes clip that I found. When this guy came to co-sign it, this bitch nigga backstabbed mm -hmm. Nigga always want to act tough, but I know that you lying. You thought he had a dot mafia in the way Dottie had him hiding. Nigga, you fraud. New revolver, come get involved in. You want to beat with a freckle face nigga, but not a nigga from Conkin, well nigga is all of them. I'm a problem starter in my time. Block none. Then you top nigga like New York Skyline. Yeah, man. Snake, Snake, was, Snake was going, man. Snake was going. Um, I think it was uh, could find a better clip than that one, but shout out to Snake Eyes third round. Third round was super fire, but I thought Tay Rock took the third as well. Um, but ultimately, I think it's definitely a, a net positive for the most part. Like Snake Eyes held his own against Tay Rock in the main event battle. He did his thing. Like this isn't a battle. Like I would like, be like oh he lost, he got killed, he got smoked. No, because like you know I read a comment. Oh, my man DNA in the building. Salute to DNA. Get money and drink water and all that. Salute, champ. We were just we gave you some flowers earlier on, on the broadcast uh, talking about the successful event you put together. Jay Black says, can you announce who the champion is? That's why we're here, bro. Listen, man. Cody is the Nets head coach. That's who the Cody is, all right? <laughs> Goldie says, play the new, new bar. I think the new, new bar is in the second round. Snake Eyes took a shot at new, new, and that shit got heated. Shit got super heated. Um, I lost my track of thought I was gonna say about Snake Eyes though. Um about his third round. What was I gonna say? I forgot now. It's over. Um a good battle from him, real good battle from him. I thought he rose to the occasion. Oh, now I remember what I was gonna say. 
I read this comment on YouTube about snake eyes and bad news. And it was an interesting comment. And the comment read, I've never seen snake eyes in a room that wasn't against them. And I stopped for a minute because, you know, I've been in a lot of snake eyes battles, especially this year. I've seen the Nun Nun battle, seen the Twerk battle, uh, seen this one, uh, some in the past, Mike P battle, plenty of snake eyes battles seen in person. And I do feel like I have seen that as a common theme that, like, the room is, like, either against him or just pro his opponent, right? So that's, those two things aren't the same. Like, it's, they're not always against him, but they're, like, also very pro his opponent. But then again, your opponent's Tayrock. Like, like any any and everybody in front of Tayrock is going to have, like, a room catered to Tayrock a little bit more than you. But the interesting part about that comment to me was, like, I feel like Snake is kind of worn that, like, on his, like, on his chest. Like, I'm the villain. I'm the bad guy. It's me against everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming to get my respect. I'm coming to snatch it. I'm coming to, like, you know, so, like, he walks into the room with that chip on his shoulder, and I feel like he likes that chip on his shoulder. So, I don't know. Um, Though I kind of slightly agree with that comment, I also feel like he embodies and embraces that role of, like, walking into a room and turning that room into a road game for him. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I thought it was a cool thing. Tuxedo, what up? Yeah, tuxedo, you funny, man. Justin says, you can't choose to be a heel and then get mad when you're treated as such. I, I agree with that statement, too, Justin. Like, if you're going to be the villain bad guy and you want to be embraced like by being hated or having a room against you, embrace that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I say embrace that shit because um, battles live on camera forever. So, when you when you're in those kind of environments and you give full effort, it doesn't matter if you lose the room, people on camera will watch the battle and feel very differently about you. And I think it was really interesting because his battle with Nun Nun, he clearly had the room on his side, right? Like he had all the energy, the momentum, but when the battle dropped, everybody felt like Nun Nun low-key won the battle. Shout out to Tata. Tata in the building. She said, yo, Nun Nun, I had Nun Nun beating Snake Eyes. The app has Nun Nun beating Snake Eyes. A lot of people on camera feel like Nun Nun should have won that battle. So that's a great example of like the room's against you, but when it drops, people are more in your favor. Now, when Snake Eyes battle Twerk, obviously Twerk is Twerk. Like he, big audience, his people's there. You know what I'm saying? When he battled Twerk outside, it felt like the room definitely gravitated more towards Twerk. But when the battle dropped, people were like, yo, this battle's debatable. I like Snake Eyes' first two rounds. I thought Snake Eyes could have still arguably won this battle. So like it had the reverse effect of like, you won a judge battle in the moment and the crowd loved you, but on camera they felt differently. Then you lost a judge battle where the room was against you in the moment, but the, the people on camera loved you. So, you know, like at that moment, you just, if you're going to be an on camera guy or, you know, you're going to like let the footage speak because you know the room might not be favorable in your odds, just give your best effort so that people watching this battle at home break the bars down. They, they can give you they can give you the chance to say, yo, I haven't won in this battle. I think a true Snake Eyes fan would will watch the Tay Rock battle and honestly feel like he he did good enough to make an argument for them. They felt that way about the twerk battle. The twerk battle was a judge loss. So all right, but that's all that's all I have to say about that battle. Um good work to Snake Eyes. Really good work to him. I think that was a great way to end the year. Um, his second main event this year, him and Stumbles, him and Tay Rock. 
That was good work. Jay Black in the chat says, when Luca wins, LTBR breaking news. When Harden scores 60, LTBR posts nothing. Yo, man, what are we doing here, man? Yo, can we ban this guy? How do we ban this guy? How do we ban this guy? No, don't let him speak. All right. Uh, I guess before we leave, we can address some of the stuff that happened over the over the last two days, too, because it's a, a bombshell of news. I see Saga in the chat says, random, but could you address the K-Shine drama? Okay, sure. Let's address the K-Shine drama to our best of our abilities because we don't know much of what happened. But K-Shine went live on his Instagram, and that boy went off, man. Just listen to a little bit of what he had to say. So they, what they trying to do is make y'all think my stock is decreasing. If my stock is decreasing to the public, they can pitch that to me and negotiate what my bag is, and I'm basically sl- enslaving me. They banking on me keeping it so solid and keep, and not saying, bro, get me the fuck out of here, bro. Get me out of here. Let me go. Well, get me out of here. Let me go. Obviously, prior to this Instagram live, K-Shine has uh, been saying on his Instagram that he wants his battles to be dropped on YouTube. So if there's anything going on with that, which all correlates, I I get it. He really wants a YouTube drop. He said his clips battle, his hollow battle, um, his easy battle, his sick battle, they're not on YouTube, and he wants them on YouTube. I get that. Everybody wants a YouTube drop. Although you're the fifth highest you battle rapper in the world, <laughs> I get it. You want a YouTube drop, understandably, understandably so. Uh, Beasley addresses it right away. Actually, the same, probably like an hour after it happened, hip hop is real. Grab Beasley and said, "Beasley, do you have a response to K Shine's live?" You know, exactly what's going on. I don't know what he expressed, so I won't say anything back to him just yet until I actually get a chance to view it myself. Yes. But I mean, if it's a thing of him wanting to make an exit from Ultimate Rap League, we won't hold him as long as he returns all monies that have been paid to him and completes his obligation. You know what I'm saying? So he can, either, he can do the battles that he's supposed to do okay. or return the money. So now I, I think that's fair. Um, if you would pay for a battle you didn't do, either complete the battle or refund the money. I, I I think that's fair on the league. Um, we'll see how this plays out, man. This is not the first time URL and K-Shine's had disputes. If you've been following over the years, obviously K-Shine definitely went and did his own thing multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Obviously also when him and DNA were doing the two-on-two tour across the globe. Um, so if you just look at the history of things, this is not the first person that's had issues with URL, and this isn't the first time K-Shine specifically has had issues with URL. So... Will they come to a resolution? Maybe time, maybe time will tell. As far as I've also seen K Shine address Jack Boy saying like he looked healthy to him. And I'm here to say, I don't know about that one. We gotta slow down because uh, you know, everybody was in the building obviously knew that Jack was not in condition to hit the stage. Um, I won't I won't deep I won't dive too deep into that, but and it's also not the first time that exact thing happened to Jack in that moment of battling. So like he does have a history of just like his health being a bit of a liability for him to perform sometimes. That's it's part of just, you know, being a lupus survivor. Jack is strong. He keeps his, he tries to stay as healthy as he can, but sometimes you just can't control it. 
And so it wasn't like URL's protecting Jackboy or trying to prevent Shine from battling. If anything, they, they want you to battle. You think they don't want you to battle in Urban Plaza in New York? Of course they do. So um, I won't get too deep into Jack's response because I feel like that that starts to tread into a whole other direction that I don't necessarily want to go into. Um, but if you go ahead and check out Jack's response, it's a powerful response. Um, I don't think I don't think Sean should drag Jack Boy into that issues because it's out of his control, man. It's out of his control. You know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully they come to some kind of agreement <laughs> or they either figure out uh, how they can come to terms to close things out. One of the two. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Sean is a made man in this game. So if you see him battle on other platforms, it's not like we've never seen him battle on other platforms. Uh, again, like I said, K-Shine is what the, the fifth highest view battle rapper in the world. Let's pull this up real quick. K-Shine has been on a total of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 12, 15, 20, 21, 22, 3, 24. He's battled on a total of 26 platforms in his career. If K-Shine wants to go battle somewhere else, who are we to say no? <laughs> like he's been on King of the Die, he's been on RV, he's been on Don't Flop, he's been on UW, he's been on Black Ice, he's been on Guerrilla Warfare. Um, what are we gonna tell this guy? <laughs> what are we gonna tell him? Jay Black says, How much money was owed? Hey man, 1.2 mil says Titus. I thought it was 2.5 mil, Titus. That's what I thought they were upset about. I thought it was 2.5. That's what I heard. That's what they told me back in the day. Um, so we'll see where K-Shine and URL ends uh, ends things. But uh, stay tuned to that because that's definitely a new interesting wrinkle that has occurred. For some of these messages. I don't know. Shine said the same ish with Hollow. Said the same ish Hollow did. Okay. Goda says he's trying to act like he didn't ask for the sick battle now. You know what I'm saying? We're just keeping it real. He said he signed a contract for Nome in a month prior. To, you know what I'm saying? You look up, the receipts is available. <laughs> Justin says somehow this is going to lead to a shine versus disaster battle on GTX. That's a battle I'm surprised has never happened. Um there's a lot. There's a couple of disaster battles, like disaster and clips, disaster and shine. Surprised those never happened. I know. I know. Shine's wanted to battle Iron Solomon for a while. I would like to see that too, but we'll see whenever Iron Solomon comes back outside. Small says, "How y'all feel about Shine versus Big K?" Man, let's really get to it, man. Y'all keep talking about Big K. We need to see him versus the white person that really matters. What about K Shine versus A Ward? All right, that's that's possible now. It's in play, <laughs> I guess, right? You know what I'm saying? Jay Black says, here we go. Oh, man. Black, there, there, you can click the top right-hand corner of your Google Chrome and exit out. Or if you're on Safari, it's on the top left corner. You, you, can, you can leave, sir. Okay? I'm not going to come here and tell me which white person I can or can't talk about. Huh? Goldie says the fans don't need to worry about behind the scenes. <laughs> then goes lives and expose it. Oh, he's saying Shine said that. Shine said fans don't need to worry about what's behind the scenes. And then he goes on live and exposes it. 
Yeah, well, you know how that goes, man. A statement was trying to be made there. So. <laughs> Jay Bless says, nope. I'm going to stay right here and be mad like any other battle fan, sir. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Titus says, trust me, yeah, I don't want to know the behind the scenes. Listen, it was up to me. I would like to know less. All right. I would like to know less. And I would like to not talk about that. I like to, I would like to just talk about battle rap. But when this kind of bleeds into battle rap a little bit, there's some parts of the conversation you can't fully ignore. But, you know, I, like I didn't go too deep. I didn't want to talk about all the Jack Boy stuff. Like I'm, I found my boundaries. I keep it. I keep it where it's at. Bad Money, I don't like being all the way surprised. I like to be in the know slightly. Just enough so I can plan my content, but not enough where I, I, I have to pick a side. You feel me? So hopefully that creates a healthy balance. But once you're in the Illuminati, there's no going back. So Black says, what if you know too much? Listen, man, when you know too much, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's like a gun being pointed to your back every every time you speak. I know that meme, that family guy meme, where like they put the gun behind Lois's back and it's like, yo, tell him, go grab a play, say it's for you and give it to me. Like, yo, Justin, stop it. Stop it. All right, Ben Monday says, same here, but since I took a break in 2020, I don't get leaks anymore and I stay quiet. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, man. I think that will wrap it up for me today. Uh, that's all of outside. That's a little bit of shine and URL. Is there anything else before we get we close up out of here, man? Is there anything left that I didn't cover? This event changed your Cody rankings. I was going to say no, but it might have. Uh, Derez, no, we haven't talked to uh, Derez. Oh, no, we ain't talk about that um, because Hitman says it's still going down. So if Hitman says it's happening, I'm going to take his word for it. So I think that's all, man. I think that's all. So before we get up out of here, uh, go ahead and check out our article for a recap. We recapped outside. I call it the last transaction. <laughs> so you can go ahead and let's talk about that comment. Check out that article. You know what I'm saying? And tomorrow, LTBR has a great, great, great day because we are getting together for our annual LTBR end of the year wrap up meeting. It's like a giant three hour meeting where we talk about everything that happened this year. Talk about the top 10 battles of the year, the top rounds of the year, our Cody Wody picks, most improved picks, our awards, our plans. It's, it's a lot going on. G4 says, have you or LTBR ever blocked the battle? You know, um, have I ever blocked a battle? I blocked something, but I ain't blocked a battle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. I, I blocked something, but it wasn't no battles. So. 
Goda says, easy to tell someone just buy your tickets. Yeah, the battle's still going to happen, man. If the battle's going to happen, uh, just listen to easy here, man. The battle's going to go down. Justin says, happy New Year's to LTBR. You had an amazing year. Thank you, Justin. Happy New Year's to you too, bro. You know the count. So, Goda says, I blocked all of Blank's battles from my memory. Goda, that might be the blessing we might have blocked. All right. So, next year, when we do critical pieces on the website, we have to keep in mind of of we might affect somebody's <laughs> finances. So we, we, we got to tread a little bit more carefully moving forward, okay? Um, my man Real Sick was in the building, and, you know, before I left, uh, we and him got a chance to top it up. And I, I actually apologized to Real Sick because when I watched his battle versus Twerk in real time, I didn't know it was, like, that great of a battle. I thought it was a really good battle, but I thought he lost clearly. And when I watched it back, I'm like, no, this battle is debatable. And in fact, this is one of the best battles this year. And I didn't feel that way in real time. So I apologized to him about it. And he was cool with it. You know, he pretty much told me, like, trying to review a battle on one watch is like trying to review an album on one listen. It's, it's damn near impossible. And he's right. So, you know, we talked about that. And then at the end of our convo, I was like, hey, you know, one of our staff writers might be writing a piece about you soon. And then Sick was like, what? what? It, huh? <laughs> like his face lit up. He's like, Huh? And I was like, no, 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 it's good. It's good. I promise. I'm like, it's going to be a good piece. It's going to be a good piece. He's like, oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Boy, I do not want to be a battle rapper waking up the next day to an LTBR piece about how I've been losing battles. All right. I, rest in peace, my mentions. Rest in peace, my Instagram tag, my Twitter tag, all that. Like, no, I, I don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I don't, I don't even want to be that guy to write about it neither. Sometimes it just has to be said. You know, we got we to gotta be honest. But we will uh, use our we'll use our writing abilities a little bit more this this discernment next year. You know, we'll be a little bit more sharp with it because uh, these words matter, man. The written word is powerful, man. This shit lives forever. Like you can do a caffeine stream and have takes and opinions, and you guys will watch it. It lives on the internet forever, but it doesn't always doesn't always transfer. That's just it's just the life of content. When content's over an hour long, things get lost in the sauce. You can pull back receipts on anybody that makes content all the time and find something crazy they might have said if they make content for over 20 hours a month and they talk every day. Like, that's just going to happen. But when you write something and the ink is dry and that shit is published and that shit's on the internet forever, like, you got to stand by that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, we will definitely do our due diligence to have a much stronger year next year on letstalkbattlerap.com. More articles, more artwork, more coverage, more in-depth analysis, less narrative swading. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I've been wanting to make a slogan for LTBR. I've been wanting to do like this thing where I just like contact the rappers directly and be like, what quote do you want? Like, what do you want out there? Like, what 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 do you what what do you want out there? You know what I'm saying? Come to Let's Talk Battle Rap where you can control the narrative. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I need, I need something like that. I need something like, I need like a commercial sign, like package, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Come to Let's Talk Battle Rap where we control your narrative. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? Titus, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out tomorrow in the meeting. <laughs> help us help you. Yes. There we go, Britt. Welcome to Let's Talk Battle Rap where we uh, put out stats and facts. Quotes and jokes. Help us help you. Let us control your narrative. <laughs> your quote, not ours, goaded. 
Yo, one day, one day. No, never mind. Let me not put that in the air. Let me not put that in the air. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone, G4. I'm going to leave that alone. All right? G4, let me say one thing, though. If somebody went back and pulled the receipts on me, it'd get nasty. It'd get very, very, very nasty if somebody pulled the receipts on me, boy. But y'all can't because it's off the internet. Ha! Ha! All them shows back in 2020 when I used to get crazy. Uh-uh. Unpublished. <laughs> Unlisted. <laughs> Not going to get me canceled, boy. Not going to get me canceled. Uh-uh. Actually, Bad Money, I didn't create CPR. The person that created CPR is in the chat. You know what I'm saying? I just uh, I just took the blow for it. <laughs> Britt says it sounds like a psychic hotline. Welcome to Let's Talk Battle Rap, where we have all the stats and facts, quotes and jokes. Help us help you. We control your narrative. <laughs> Something like that. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna pop, we're gonna perfect that shit. And I'm gonna perfect it, and then I'm gonna get like some white lady to like do the voiceover. That's right, G4. I definitely hit the files. Your quote, not ours. Yeah, I seen those. Uh, <laughs> have y'all seen those like uh, those like reels of like like a lady reading off like sales at like Gap and Coles, and she just be talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I need to get her to do it in that voice. Let me let me pull up one of these reels. These shits are hilarious. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where's it at? Give me one minute, y'all. We're going to have some fun before we, before we get up out of here. All right, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. 21. Can you do some for me? Get 21% off when you fuck up a check at TJ Maxx. No cap on God. Flex <laughs> on your ex bitch this season in our winter sweaters, hoodies, and joggers. 21, 21, 21. Only at TJ Maxx. <laughs> So if we get that lady, if we get that lady to do our 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 like our like slogan, like yeah, that should have hit. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got, yo, bad money. I got, I got another one. I got another one. I got another one. Niggas iffy, uh. Blinky got the stiffy, uh. Get sixty nine percent off your entire order when you order online at oldnavy.com. <laughs> Don't miss out on these savings, stupid. Available until January first. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> bro, that shit is so funny, yo. Yo, nah, that shit is so fucking funny, bro. Oh my god, yo, I love those jokes. I love those. I love those so much. Is that real? <laughs> So I never heard that before. Yo. Bruh, this shit is so funny, man. Yeah, this shit is funny, right? What if I have another one here? Let me see. There's like there's like ton of these. <laughs> what made you pick that verse? Oh shit, man. Oh, let me see. I think we got one more. 
Nah, nah, we heard that one already. Um, yeah, there's a there's a whole bunch of these, man. There's like a whole bunch where like they just they just fucking get crazy with it. <laughs> ah, man, yeah. So we gotta get that girl to do our um to do our slogan. Oh, here's one. I got one more for you. I got one more for y'all. Pop your pussy and shake your ass this summer at Old Navy. Get 30% off on shorts, shirts, and summer dresses. So shake that moneymaker and make your way down to Old Navy. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done for the night. I'm done for the night. <laughs> he said, boy, ain't no way, boy. Yo, imagine that woman just like, you know what I'm saying? Just say, yo, we're, I'm going to find out how to get her to make our slogan. And when you start hearing that shit in the intro of all of our shows, y'all mind y'all business, all right? All right, but that's my Friday evening, man. I hope everybody, if I don't talk to you guys till the new year, enjoy your new year. Be, please be safe. New Year's Eve is a very dangerous day. Um, Everybody's outside drunk. Find a place to go turn up and just stay there and enjoy your night. Get drunk in the comfort of people you love and in a safe environment. Or don't get drunk at all and just have fun. <laughs> um, as always, let's talk battlerap.com. Salute Bad Money. Thank you for the love. Great year for the team. Um, Titus says, do not get pressed by Harlem in 2023. Uh, listen, I'm trying, Titus. All right. Everybody in Harlem has an issue with me. Everybody. Snake, Mook, people that won't be named. Uh, you know, me and Miss Hustle Cool. Um you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll take it easy because Harlem has all my favorite hookah lounges. And I would, love, I would very much love to go to my favorite hookah lounges this summer. Thank you, G4. It's a salute for LTBR. Chat titles, prosper New Year's. Chat titles, what up? Everybody enjoy the rest of your year. All right, let's close it out with Justin's message. He goes, yeah, I know my favorite moment of 2022. What's your favorite moment? I can't believe in doing this. Oh, man. Got it. You my guy. Salute, salute, salute. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Friday.